Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Hello and welcome to the True Condos Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew LaFleur. You may know me from truecondos.com or maybe you've read some of my articles in New Condo Guide magazine. Or maybe you've never heard of me, and that's fine. My point is that if you're interested in learning more about the Toronto condo market or investing in condos, then you've come to the right place. The True Condos podcast is a chance to hear from industry experts and insiders about what's really going on in the condo market, and we also like to find out where these insiders and experts are putting their own money when it comes to condo investing. This podcast is totally free. But I just ask that if you like what you hear, please show your support for the show by leaving a review on iTunes. It really helps a lot. Speaking of which, we did get a review this week, so I'd like to thank A. Yolly for leaving our very first review. A. Yolly says, I've been wanting to get into the real estate investing game for a bit now, and I like to listen to podcasts in my car, but there are hardly any real estate investing ones on iTunes, let alone Canadian ones. So I'm pretty excited to subscribe to this one and give it a try. The first episode was great already. I'm looking forward to the rest. So thank you very much for that review, Ayali. Really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, so if you do leave a a review like Ayali did, then we will be reading them out on the show. So go ahead and do that on iTunes. For this episode of the True Condos podcast, I am excited to have on our show Matthew Sletsky. Matthew's one of the co-founders of BuzzBuzzHome.com, which is basically like the MLS, except it's for new homes and condos in Canada, and now they're also expanding across North America. And Matthew, he's really a great guy to talk to about the condo market because his business and what he does every day basically gives him a direct connection to pretty much every single condo developer in the city. So if there's something going on, interesting or something happening in the condo world, condo industry in Toronto, especially he's usually the first one to know about it before anyone else. So um, I talked to Matthew about how and why he started Buzz Buzz Home, what his thoughts are on the Toronto condo market, and I found out about where he is personally investing his own money in the condo market, which I think you'll be very interested to hear and to find out what building he's purchasing in. So check it out. Here it is, my interview with Matthew Slutsky of Buzz Buzz Home. All right, great. Thanks, Matthew, for joining us here on the podcast today. Thanks um, for having me. That's great. Yeah, I really appreciate your time. And a lot of people listening, of course, familiar with your, your company and your website, buzzbuzzhome.com. Why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself, how you got started in the real estate business, and then also how did... Buzz Buzz Home come to be? How did, what was the genesis of your company, Buzz Buzz Home? So my background is land development. Uh, most recently, I was a VP of development for Diamante, which is a luxury condo builder in uh, in Toronto. Uh, and while there, I um, saw a huge gap of information, like every other entrepreneur in the world, um, that I decided either I'm going to fill or somebody else is going to fill. We were spending, or the entire entire industry was spending huge amounts of money on uh, print advertising on a frames on uh, magazine ads on you know you name it uh, 
but nine or ten purchasers were starting to, to find their new homes online before even contacting an agent. So I decided um, either I'm going to fill this huge void or someone's going to beat me to it. So I left my job, uh, started what's become BuzzBuzz Home. We started in downtown Toronto uh, and spread across Canada. Now we're across the United States. And basically we're MLS for new construction. We're, we're North America's largest listing of new construction. We pride ourselves on having the best new home sourcing um, tool available to, to purchasers um, where they can go in, type in anything from a city to a neighborhood to a developer and find out all the information they want. They want. Uh, in addition to just having a lot of information, what we also really pride ourselves on is having the most up-to-date information, making sure that our information is, is as real-time as possible. What what existed before you invented or came up with BuzzBuzz Home? Like what was out there? Give us an idea of what what were developers' options before BuzzBuzz Home? So before what, what was the gap exactly that you saw? Like what was this big missing thing that you've you've filled? So so the gap before was um, no centralized source of information. So uh, you're asking about what do developers do? They were spending you know, they were putting a full page ad in the Globe and Mail How or How much or does Trump. that cost? Now it's, it's always a bit different, but anywhere from fifteen thousand to forty-five thousand for uh, one single for one, ad on one single day. Correct. Now that's Toronto. The price is different. You know, if you're in New York and you're putting it out in the New York Times, it's double that. If you're in Vancouver, it's a bit less. But that that's been the kind of traditional way. You go to the real estate section and you put in a big honking ad um, in the real estate section. Um, you know, a few years ago it started to switch. Some developers started to put a full page ad in the front section just to kind of shuffle it up. Um, then there's the magazine. So again, full page ad in, in local magazines. Um, A-frame, so those are the, the sandwich boards you see around town saying new condo with an arrow pointing one way. Um, still doing that these days. Uh, hoarding, so the actual construction hoarding around the site, letting people know, know where they are. Um, but there was never a actual centralized source uh, and but that, when I say that, I mean, if you see an advertisement in a newspaper um, and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to spend between $400,000 and $800,000, seeing one ad does not alleviate the problem of well, what else is in the area? What what else is there out there and, and what could, could I be buying? Is there a new condo launching next door to that one that you just didn't see an ad for? Um, or is there a new housing development at the farm next door that, that's going to be launching? So that's really the void that we were trying to solve is let people see a completely unbiased view of everything that's launching or currently launched right right um and what was it about real estate going back to yourself and getting into real estate before buzz buzz home what do you what was it about real estate that attracted you to this industry to this business did you always know that you you, you wanted to be in real estate like what what was the thing about land development uh, that excited you yeah i love seeing cities grow and, and it's always interested me from when i was a young age so i did my undergraduate at u of t in urban studies and i did my master's of science in scotland in environmental sustainability but with a land development twist um because of the way that the cities grow has been my main interest um and the way that you know again buzz home is a listing of everything whether you're high rise or low rise but my personal preference is uh, was in the high-rise sector, and how can we get more density? How can we get more people living downtown um, and providing options, the best possible options for, for a city to grow, um, whether it be along transit lines or and how to actually 
develop a city and transform a city. So that, that's been always my, my goal. I, I thought I wanted to go into development itself, which I still might get to one day. Um, but through that process with working for developers, I saw this other um, opportunity that has become Buzz Buzz Home. Um, but I'm pretty sure in the future I will get back into land development as well on the side. Uh, it's definitely something that, that's always interested me. What are you most proud of when it comes to Buzz Buzz Home? You've created now this pretty big company, very successful company, growing like crazy. Uh, I don't know if you can share some of your growth sort of numbers, but um, through the success that you've had so far, what are you most proud of? So I think there's a few things, a few different ways to look at it. From my own kind of the entrepreneurial background, I'd say I'm most proud of actually creating something that has never existed before. So um, before Buzz was home launch, people didn't really advertise very much online. There was this huge, we've created an entire market um, that had never existed before. So that on the entrepreneurship side, I find that the most exciting and most proud of actually creating um, an entire new market within the industry that it was never available before. Um, from a from kind of a more personal side and, and on the real estate side, I'm most proud of the fact that I know that people have made better purchasing decisions. I've helped people purchase homes. I mean, so for some people, they're investing and it's, you know, they're making some money on the side. But for a lot of people, it's their actual home right. and they're taking the majority of their money. They're taking out huge loans to buy these. Right. And there has always been a lot of uncertainty of where they should buy. So we're, I'm really proud that, that we're really helping people make the best purchasing decision possible. Now, hundreds, probably thousands of people have used BuzzBuzz Buzz Home information to make purchases, as you said. Do you have an example of maybe a story of, of one person that stands out yeah, that, you, that you've helped that really was like that moment where you felt, just felt really good about what you've created and how you helped somebody? Yeah, I'd say kind of, it, it was actually a while ago, but kind of my most memorable experience like that was... Um, there was somebody who was trying to find a find their new a new condo. They're actually buying it as an investment, and they were uh, really looking all over the place. And through Buzzbuzz Home, they, they really helped narrow down where they wanted to purchase. They ended up purchasing at a Minto um, condo. What I didn't know was that he also owned a lot of Tim Hortons uh, restaurants okay. um, franchises. And one day, this guy who we, we really didn't know showed up at our door with industrial sized Tim Hortons machine, coffee for a year, you know, just the works. And, you know, kind of came in and said, this is actually, this was three offices ago. So we had this little, um, this little office and this guy showed up. And it was really at that point that I realized that we are really helping people. I mean, this is a big businessman, um, you know, invests in a lot of things. I think he had six Tim Hortons franchises. Yeah. And we helped him make a better investing decision. And so he, he was bringing the, all this spread to you just to say thank you? To say thank you. You know, so just saying thanks for helping. Right. Uh, thanks for letting me pick the best place. Uh, still keep in touch with them. Um, they, their children actually recently moved into the condo and love it. Okay. Um, thought it was a great layout. So all, all in all, it was, it was probably the most memorable experience of, of really helping someone and, and actually see, seeing... The fruits of your labor. The fruits of our labor. Seeing them, you know, they appreciate the help so much that they... Went out of their way, found our office, and, and brought us a heck of a lot of uh, delicious <laughs> Simmons. We actually still use the coffee machine to this day, which is oh, wow. uh, cool. yeah, <laughs> that's great. Um, now, Buzz Buzz Homes expanded. You're you're international now. You've got offices uh, in Toronto. Correct me if I'm wrong. Toronto, Vancouver, and New York. Correct. And but your the actual site itself is in many more cities. 
across Correct. just North America? Or yeah, so we're now North America's largest listing. As, as you mentioned, our, our, our offices are Toronto, Vancouver, New York. Uh, Toronto is our headquarters, so the majority of our staff work out of our Toronto office. All of our engineering is out of our Toronto office. Um, our product development is out of our Toronto office, but we do have these other satellite offices. Uh, but we are across North America. So we're in pretty much every city now across North America. Um, we're across all of Canada. Um, and we're rolling out some really cool new features. And as we're expanding into the further into the United States, just developing more and more features uh, custom for the U.S. And... So having you know traveled to these different markets and talking to land developer development people in the different markets, how do you see the Toronto condo market as being unique or different compared to all these other cities that you've been to in North America? I think the Toronto market is is unique in a lot of ways. Um, the most relevant, I think, is the fact that so much of our product needs to be purchased in pre-construction before a developer even gets financing. Um, and the reason why that's really unique is, one, as you saw in the United States over the last eight years, they've gone through a major slump because they oversold, um, which obviously wasn't good and Canada was protected because of the way that we do so our pre-construction. Part of the reason why the, the big problems of in the U.S. over the past eight years is because the, they had speculative building where they could build these big towers, especially without having pre-sold all these units, unlike we do here in Toronto? Is exactly. That, is that a good summary of what you're talking about? Yeah. Exactly. Much better worded than I said. Okay. <laughs> uh, but on the other hand, our, our market's unique is because we do this, we're building different product types than I think the real end users want. Um, right. So what, what we're seeing is... I've heard you talk about this before. This is, I think, a really important point. So let's flesh this out a bit. Yeah, so in... Um, Use the Toronto market as an example. A lot of investors uh, purchasing here, not necessarily foreign investors, but local investors who buy these units. Um, when the unit's completed, they either rent it out to to uh, somebody or sell it to an end user. Um, but because it's so geared towards the investors, a lot of the units are actually smaller units. You know, between kind of the sweet spot is. 450 to 750 square feet, I'd say, you, you'd be able to, yeah. that kind of yeah. the sweet spot. Sounds, yeah. But that really isn't a livable space for a lot of people. It might be livable for one person or a young couple, but if you've got two kids, it's not very um, livable. And one of the issues is if you're buying one of these places and it's not going to be ready for four years, three or four years, maybe five years, you may not know that in five years from now you're going to be married have a kid, have a dog, you know, all these things. So when you bought it, five years is a long time for a young person. Right. It's a You need a different product. So these people are either forced to sell it. Um, if they sell it, where are they going to move into? Because everything that's being purchased is for these smaller units. You now have a kid or two and a dog. You're not There's not that many units that have been built to actually accommodate your need and take into account family living. So I, I think that going forward, um, it's going to be an issue. I, I think... Kind of a smart play is buying up larger units. That's always kind of what I tell people. That, mm. you take, know. take note, investors. Matthew Slutsky says buy larger units. Okay. With Here. parking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You remember, I'm not a realtor, so you can't come after me if, I was, if I'm wrong. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'd say that in the future, as there's no more land, you know, low-rise houses, the number of low-rise houses being built is shrinking. People are moving into these higher-density places, the large units that are going to do well over time. So I think that's another major difference in the market. Another major difference is uh, the fact that we really, our builders really pander to realtors. 
uh, which is a really, I'm finding more and more Toronto centric. I mean, there's a lot of markets that obviously there's realtors that sell new construction, but nobody panders to the realtor like the Toronto market does. Pandering in a good way or a bad way? <laughs> in an interesting way. I mean, the, you, you, I think what you mean is that uh, unlike in a lot of other markets, the um, the number of sales that are that go through a realtor uh, is very high in Toronto. That developers market a lot of their sales directly to the realtor population, as opposed to other cities where um, a lot of developers they won't even work with realtors at all. They'll yeah, exactly. Just, just sell it 100% in house. So what I'm talking about pandering is that it's, because of that, um, you're seeing much higher commissions going to realtors than in other markets. Uh, you're seeing, I feel like every month another developer is flying another private jet to another city uh, with a jet load of realtors trying to get them on board for the newest project. Um, so you see a lot of lot of incentives going towards the realtor that you really don't see in other markets. So I find that really interesting. And it's not to say it's a bad thing. Where, it's a different marketing uh, Where do you process. see the, so the marketing dollars here in Toronto maybe spent more on uh, working with the realtors in other cities? Where do you see that? dollar spend going to just more just more advertising spend you know again if you're looking at new york it's oh and there are a lot more expensive units land a lot more expensive but you're seeing a lot more expensive advertising um you know and that money could also be going just towards the actual unit itself right so less expensive units um rather than more expensive units with more going to the realtor right interesting um question that everybody likes to ask, I'd love to hear your take on it, is, is there a condo bubble in Toronto? I'd say no. I'd say, I, I don't believe there's a bubble here. In fact, I've purchased uh, investment units in Toronto. Um, I think that, as I mentioned previously, we're not building any more land. There's a huge amount of legislation right now um, that's been put in place by all, all levels of government from the Oak Ridges Marine, the green belt, um, the green belt that surrounds the city, um, places to grow act, and all of these, all of these policies have been put in place to increase intensification. Let, let's stop sprawl. Let's stop building on all these green fields, and actually, let's let's create more dense, livable cities. So, over the last ten years, the government's been putting all these places in line, and we're finally starting to see the results of them. We're starting to see less low-rise being built. And more high-rise being built, more higher-density projects being built along trans lines. So I don't think that we're seeing a bubble. I think we're seeing policy working. Interesting. So kind of in combination what you were saying um, before is that uh, the, the government policies are working to create this intensification. They're getting what they wanted, but a lot of these towers, perhaps there's a disconnect between what's being built. Uh, in the intensification in terms of the unit sizes are getting smaller and smaller going attracting a lot of investors versus what the end-user market is actually looking for in terms of the bigger units I think what less so what the end-user really wants not to say they're not going to buy it you know if, if there's a small unit available they'll end up purchasing and living with it but it may not be what they wanted or they may have been able to afford more and kind of shoving themselves into a smaller unit interesting interesting yeah, it'd be interesting to watch that uh, that trend develop over the next ten years, as you said. Um, I think you just answered this question, but you're a condo investor yourself, correct? Yeah. So, um, can you tell us what have you what's what have you bought for investment, and why did you pick what you've? 
picked? So I, I purchased a small unit uh, downtown Toronto around King Street and Blue Jays Way, uh, 505 square feet. Uh, my wife and I really love the location of it. Uh, yeah. Kind of the prime reason we purchased it was location. Um, and yeah. sorry, go ahead. Do you want to share with us the the building? That yeah, it was uh, King Blue Condos. King Blue Condos, okay. Yeah. So rated uh, King and Blue Jay Way. Right. Um, it's a great layout. Location's fantastic. Uh, you know, you're a quick walk to the downtown core. You're also in the middle of the entertainment district. So I think it's going to be a desirable unit to rent out when it's built. Um, nice finishes. All around solid building, solid design. And you're obviously very familiar with the location because uh, your office is... Right next door. Is literally where we're talking right now. It's about 10 feet away from the... Very convenient. When I'm the site of your new condo. Yeah, so... I, I, I what think. You, what do you think about this area, the Entertainment District, King Street? What do you feel? There's a lot, of, a lot of buildings going up here. What are your thoughts on the area? There's a lot of buildings going up. Um, there's going to be a lot of supply, but it's a really hot neighborhood. I mean, you've got um, great amenities, uh, local amenities from restaurants. Uh, hopefully, there'll be some more grocery stores in the near future. Um, fantastic public transportation, but you've also got work that's right next door. You know, there's we're in an office building. 10 doors away from there. So in the daytime, it's great for workers. In the nighttime, it's great for entertainment. Uh, so you get a bit of the best of both worlds. Um, there's a lot of, of new buildings being built, which is gonna bring a lot more population down here, which is, just, I think, gonna make life even better. I think it's gonna force more grocery stores, it's gonna force more local amenities, uh, more of a community feel. That's great. Uh, and what's your personal investment strategy for the longer term? What, what do you plan on doing with that unit? And do you plan on adding more units or what? What are you thinking in terms of the longer term? Yeah, my wife and I haven't really discussed the long term. I, I imagine we'll keep it, rent it out, and, and purchase more. I think that's kind of our game. We don't really have a number of how many we want to own in the future. But, yeah. um, you know, one of the great things about You're not being, looking to flip. No, we're not looking to flip. Okay. Um, one of the great things about being in the in industry is, uh, as working with a, a VIP realtor, is having access. I always tell people, you know, it's not just their location, location, location in this market. It's access, access, access. And the earlier you can get in means the better pricing you can get, the better unit layouts you can get, the better deals you can get. The, you know, And all of those make a difference to your bottom line. So you know, being actually in the industry and working with all the developers in the city gives us great access to, to be first in line. Um, so I see us purchasing more and more as we move forward. That's great. Um, and what are some ways that condo investors can get the most out of Buzz Buzz Home and what you've got to offer on, on the site? There's a bunch of different things. One is the basic level of knowing what's going on. So you can go onto Buzz Buzz Home, you can type in a neighborhood, you can type in an intersection, you can type in a developer's name and see everything that's selling in that area. So if you were thinking about buying Condo X, you may have not known that Condo Y was right behind it at better pricing or had better floor plans. So you can do all your research on Buzz Buzz Home. That's kind of step one. Step two is our, our system called Market Snapshot. So when you're looking at that area, you can actually click on the Market Snapshot button. You can see what's the average price per square foot. What's the unit mix in that area? How many one bedrooms are available? How many two bedrooms are available? How many three bedrooms are available? And what's the actual breakdown of the area? So again, if you're looking at a three bedroom, you might actually be looking at downtown and say, oh, such a small percentage is actually three bedroom. This might actually be really desirable in the future. So, so uh, Market Snapshot is kind of the second wave and the third wave is our, our online forums. Our online chat is a great source, uh, place where you can go ask questions. Other realtors are there that are answering questions. We've got realtors always on, uh, lawyers always on there answering questions, developers coming on answering questions. 
So it's a great community where you can ask questions and get answers. You're better. on there too. Yeah, I'm on there too. Yeah. yeah, I'm on there too answering <laughs> questions. So come on to, to our chat. That's right. Yeah, if you want to chat with uh, Matthew, it's a great spot to find him on the Buzz Buzz Home forums. Absolutely. Um, just a wrap-up question I like to ask a lot of people, and it's always interesting to hear the answer. As somebody who gets interviewed a lot by different media outlets and asked a lot of questions about the condo market and, and condos in general, is there one question that nobody has ever asked you but that you wish that somebody would about yourself or about the condo market or about your company? You know, it's interesting. Nobody ever asked me for my autograph. I don't know why, but uh, no, no one's ever come up to me asking me out of here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now. Let's get a pen out. I, I'd say that, that you know the, the thing that I'm always surprised least asked of me is by my friends and family for access to the best deals. Because again, yeah. I can get access to, yeah. to to pretty much any building in the city. Um, so, and a lot of my friends are always looking for new places. Um, always surprised by. You're sort of like a platinum real estate agent without his license. Yeah. Without his real estate license. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. And no way to monetize it. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, you know, I'm always surprised by by the lack of people coming to me and um, and trying to get access, which it's kind of nice. I don't have my phone ringing off the, the okay. bat. So any any of Matthew Slutsky's friends and family listening to this podcast, give me a ring. Give him a ring if you're looking to get into the condo. That's great. Well, um, thank you very much for your time today, Matthew. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, all the best with Buzz Buzz Home and everything you've got going on here. And um, if anybody wants to reach you or find you online, uh, where's the best place to, to get a hold of you? Probably Twitter. Twitter? Look up okay. uh, either Buzz Buzz Home or Islutsky. Um, or come on to the Buzz of His Home forum and ask some questions. Great. Okay, thanks very much, and hopefully we'll get you on the podcast again soon. Awesome. Thank you. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Matthew Slutsky, one of the co-founders of BuzzBuzzHome.com. For all the show notes on this episode, just head on over to TrueCondos.com slash Matthew. And once again, if you like the show, please leave me a review on iTunes. They are greatly appreciated. And until next time, thanks for listening. Bye. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.